Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. Very bright-eyed, very bushy-tailed, particularly some of the crew who have come back after weeks and weeks and weeks of doing bugger all. Good morning, Colin. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, Warren, Gorilla, everybody, String Bean, Annie. It's great to be back. And a special cheer out all those demon supporters out there. <laughs> got, a bit in, got a bit in front of themselves, didn't they, the old demons, didn't they? Won three oh. practice matches, one game. Well, like this one ringing in now. Hang on. <laughs> Might be old Tommy, too, too, Tommy too hard. <laughs> yes, it's the Concrete Gang. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, with you every Sunday morning. Community Radio 3CR, 855 on your dial. We've got the full crew here. It's very cramped in the studio this morning. String um, Bean's here, and he's on the panel. Colin Gorilla and my good self, and... An early contender for the Sookie Lala. Old String Boone's in the corner with a lip, lip hanging down like a front-end loader. He said he was just getting the hang of it, now he's been put on the interchange bench. Well, mate... You're on work experience, son. That's what happens, mate. <laughs> One day, rooster. <laughs> Next, Next day, day, feather duster. Righto. What I want to know is, just a, a passing thought to start the show off with, how many roosters from the construction industry are going to become feather dusters with the Panama Papers? Oh. Hey, I'm waiting for who's on that list of 800 Australians. Oh, I reckon we'll fill a few dooners. Oh, I reckon there's going to be a few people we all know and love from the construction industry who are going to get exposed. We've got the Prime Minister of uh, Iceland resigning. We've got the Prime Minister of uh, Great Britain having to explain how come he uh, had to get rid of some shares that his old man had in one of these uh, bodgy things. No one from the Concrete Gang, mate? No one from the Concrete Gang. 
Not oh, yet, anyway. What about string beans? <laughs> most, most of his wouldn't know how to use an atlas to find Panama, let alone the British Virgin Islands, but never mind. Hey, listen, Big trench going through there, isn't he? <laughs> I'm a man of the world, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, yes. Usually the, book, the uh, travel agent organises the whole thing for you. But anyway, never mind. There's a little dig yeah, there. I know. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah. It wasn't that funny. I thought uh, we just kept going, mate. <laughs> is that your best shot, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we've got more. We've got more. String Bean, love that. Have a look at him chuckling over there. God love him. Now, listen, folks. We have He's got... our laugh button, isn't he? All those stupid jokes. String Bean laughs at him, you know. Here he goes again. Right, here we go. What's the biggest issue in town this week? Lend lease. Oh. And my question is, are they going to be named in the Panama Papers? Because there's a bloody lot of money missing from the poor people who have actually done the work up at Bendigo Hospital who have not, in some cases, been paid anything for eight weeks. We got them a payment. They got some money to at least put some food on the table. But there's a long way to go, and just when we were getting somewhere with uh, discussions with Lend Lease, what do they do? They take us to the Fair Work Commission and try and claim uh, an, uh, illegal industrial action. They're seeking a, a 418 order and all this stuff. Of course now, you would, when you owe that money to the workers. Why wouldn't you? Well, folks, it was absolute slavery going on, and if that ain't a breach of the building code... Should it disallow them from doing any government work across the country, I don't know what is. They can whinge about us, but we have not ripped off hundreds of thousands of dollars off ordinary working people who, regardless of how they got there, how they're working in Australia, all the rest of it, they still have done the work and they're entitled to their payment. Now, our good friends uh, at Lend-Lease... Steve Broadhead and all those people who investigated these allegations Pillars of society. are now looking pretty bloody stupid because they said there wasn't a problem. They did an investigation, and guess what? They found nothing. <laughs> but guess what? The, the Chinese are brothers and sisters and quite a lot of other people turned up down at Lend-Lease's office and made it a bit public. And the one thing that our good friends at Lend-Lease don't want is any more publicity. And I reckon they deserve a hell of a lot more publicity because not only have they used that uh, shonky mob, Asset Interiors, who basically burnt themselves so they didn't have to pay anything and avoid tax and all the rest of it, they weren't just on the Bendigo Hospital. They are long-term favourites of Lend-Lease and have been used on any number of jobs over the years, and in fact that they were on other Lend-Lease jobs. And as we mentioned last week, also on Grocon job at the VCCC. What a surprise. Mm. So folks, there has been a lot of action going around, a lot of people publicising the fact that Lend-Lease are not acting properly, and that they, in fact, deserve to be held up for ridicule and condemnation in every area in which they operate. And if they happen to be mentioned in the Panama Papers, I'm going to say you hear, you heard it here first. Yep. Well, if you've got skeletons in the closet, you better learn to make them dance. <laughs> That's very good, actually. The holiday's done you no harm, eh? <laughs> 
Righto, we're going to have some dancing skeletons uh, because we're also just going to give you a quick update on the subject of the EBA discussions. And those discussions are proceeding. They are proceeding positively. I've got to say, my experience, you usually have a whole lot of mucking around going on for weeks and weeks in negotiations. But in this case... I think it's a credit to those employers who do want to negotiate to, in fact, uh, that they have got on with it and they are dealing with real issues in real time and I think they're to be congratulated. By contrast, by contrast, and a very, very, very obvious contrast, (coughs) the Master Builders Association are somehow trying to stymie the whole process, they're making threats, they're making allegations, they're going on and on and on. And Wenton Radley De Silva, the boss of the MBA, puts uh, stuff in the paper about wage increases pose a threat to our future and all the bullshit that's going on. And yet I could, and I'm not going to, but I could name probably 20 major builders in this town who have already said to me, I'm more than happy with a substantial wage increase. I'm more than happy to do an agreement with the union and to get on with life because, let's be honest about it, they're the people who are in the industry. and They're not the government who have no idea what goes on in the industry. They're not the MBA who pretend they know what goes on in the industry but have no experience of the industry. There's not one person there in the leadership of the MBA, the CEO, the Chief Industrial Officer, any actually has any experience in the industry. They don't know what the issues are, but they're going to try and be spoilers. But to the credit of so many in the industry, both builders and subcontractors, they are all anxious to get on with the business. And uh, we will give you updates and we will make sure that people know what is going on in terms of the issues that we're discussing with all, discussing with all these builders and subcontractors and we think we will have some considerable uh, improvements in a number of areas and also clarify a whole lot of areas which got very grey in the last couple of EBAs thanks to the MBA. So we're moving forward. And uh, my suggestion at this point is we cut to a little track. This is Burning Spear and Slavery Days, just to uh, remind people of what happened at Bendigo Hospital. Burning Spear, and all about slaves, and the slaves stood up and went down and visited our good friends at Lend-Lease and give them a bit of curry. Steve Broadhead, suffer. Righto, let's talk about uh, precast. 
a huge part of our industry and an absolute pain in the butt. Absolutely. Uh, late, late last week, before the weekend, a, uh, uh, an incident happened, serious incident happened in a precast yard when a precast panel fell off the side of a truck and uh, hit one of the young blokes who was just happened to be walking past it. One of the, one of the precast workers hit him in the leg and done a fair bit of damage to him. And the reason, the reason being was the, uh, the chain snapped uh, that was holding the panel down, and we had a look at the boys went out there and had a look and why it happened. It had been chained to the precast panel for about 13 minutes before the chain actually gave away. They had a look at it, and instead of using the old dogs like they used to with a little bit of tube on the end of them to tie the panels down, they're using these new this new ratchet system. It's probably a little bit easier, I guess, but the ratchets we've since found out are good for about six tonne, and the chains are only good for about three tonne. So that was the problem. So the poor old trucky, he probably doesn't know any better. Uh, whoever did it tightened the panel up to such a such a point that uh, you know the chain gave way, and uh, unfortunately the the panels jumped off the truck and and hit the young bloke. So you know we need to uh, have a look at how panels are being uh, tied down in in the yards because once they get to the job, it's they're on the job, and uh, then our blokes have got to deal with them. So we need to crack down on how they're being uh, stacked and tied down in the, in the yards. But what would have happened if that panel had been in transit down the Prince's Highway and it jumped off the truck? Correct, correct. Well, that, that has happened before. Yes, and right. uh, we are saying to people that the expectation is to work safe, actually come out with some kind of guidance note, that what we should be doing is making sure that there are three acceptable ways to chain down panels uh, for transport purposes. One, that there is an A-frame that fits onto the bollards, which are used for the transport of containers. Two, they are bolted to the, to the uh, trailer. trailer. And three, they, if they're going to use ratchets or anything else, they use six-tonne high tensile steel chain so that there can't be any problems because there's a three-to-one uh, safety rating with those. And that would make sure, even if some absolute idiot uses those ratchets and absolutely ratchets it to the max, there's still going to be a capacity for that chain to hold on. But that's an interim. We need something uh, happening with uh, our good friends from WorkSafe and Vic Rhodes, and they can't agree on any bloody thing and haven't done so for about eight years. So, folks, what we're saying is in the uh, precast yards, bollards, bolts, or... Six-ton high tensile chain. chain. Correct. Now, at the same time, I've got to say there's a whole lot of other problems with precast, and uh, I think everybody is experiencing it around the place because, unfortunately, there's builders like Valio who are not fussy about what they do, and uh, I think they're getting nominated for Scallywag of the Week, aren't they? Lift and precast. Yeah, they're on a job, I think it's, excuse me, in Thorbury. Lifting the precast columns up on the edge of the perimeter of the building, uh, no protection for the public. If something went wrong there, there's absolutely no protection for the public. That the, the, their uh, story was they're going to put a gantry up in two weeks' time. Well, that's that's going to be handy for the people going past now. So yeah, so there's a lot of those things. If you if you see um if you see any um buildings go up with no protection from the public, go to your local council, see if they'll do something. Good luck. <laughs> well. There seems to be a number of different approaches with councils. 
Some councils are spot on because they're conscious of what can happen. Uh, that the incident in Swanston Street, which uh, was only commemorated again over Easter, that was a c- classic example of no protection for the public. Some councils are a bit more proactive, but it's a dog's breakfast out there. And somewhere, someone will come along and go, we've got to do something because we're going to wear it. But how many are going to suffer in the meantime, we don't know. All we can do is keep pushing the issue. A hundred percent. Now, oh, God, that's me, I think. Oh, mate, very unprofessional. Do you oh, mind? Oh, it's, it's very unprofessional. It's not my bloody phone. What oh. sort of phone ring is that? Please. No, it's not my <laughs> Please. phone. Please. turn no. it off. Sounds like Andy Pandy. You're the bloke <laughs> had a go at me about all this stuff, weren't you? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, listen, yeah, folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Buzzer. He's lost. Don't worry. We'll find him later. Now, we should also mention a couple of uh, little incidents around uh, the town. Our good friend, uh, at the Royal Commissioner, has to return all the paperwork. <laughs> has to return the paperwork that he uh, demanded by uh, subpoena from unions. He has to return it. Guess what? He can't even return it from where it came from. So the National Office of the CFMEU got the complete membership records of the AWU. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and two... The, the complete membership. Like, maybe that was some sort of Freudian slip. I don't know. Well, <laughs> maybe they hope that we'll be a bit more effective instead of doing bad yeah. deals. Anyway, on a more pertinent point, they supplied our details to who? LizCon. <laughs> right? They supplied sure. the details, phone numbers and all the rest of it for every uh, CFMEU official around Australia to LizCon. LizCon, as you will know, went and did the big sookie la-la at the Royal Commission, and as a consequence... Is this the same mob that $60 million has been investigating all last? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the, that's the one. That's, that's the one. So that's one. That's, but, they would have got all that right. Yeah, well, yeah. But that's listen, just, there's even more. They sent LizCon the paperwork that belonged to us and sent us the paperwork that belonged to LizCon. God. So all that information that we weren't supposed to get from CBUS, we've now got from the Royal Commission. Thanks. Thanks, Dice. Well done, <laughs> eh? Bit, bit, for, bit late for LizCon, though, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> it's a bit late for LizCon, but it just shows you how incompetent that Royal Commission was. And if our mate Malcolm Turnbull is going to talk about corruption and all the bullshit that he's gone on with in the lead-up to what he hopes is going to be a double dissolution victory, and it's not looking so good for Mal. It's absolutely a disgrace. They are incompetent. They cost money, and it is exposed for what it is, a complete political exercise. However, let me just say, there is some silver lining to all this bullshit. The federal court have stood Nigel Hatchkiss and the ABCC up and demanded to know, for them to justify why they have not, in fact, abused their powers under the existing legislation. Forget the new legislation that Malcolm wants to introduce. Under their existing legislation, the ABCC, or the Fair Work Building Commission, have been found and have been given an opportunity now 
to prove that they have not abused their powers in their prosecutions of the CFMEU. I don't know who this new bloke is, but I tell you what, keep going, son. Yeah, we like your work. We Love like your work. your work. So, folks, there's going to be more about that because there's been a whole lot of prosecutions which suggest that we are acting illegally, this, that and the other, and it may be that the people prosecuting us are the ones who have been acting illegally. Yeah, blatant abuse of power. Scallywags of the week. Gentlemen. Oh, the cast. You want to start off? Your I'd, mate? I'd love to start. My mate from Crane Tech, Dave, sent out the office boy on Monday in the 20-tonne franner, never driven it before in his life, <laughs> sends sends out, has it has it right on the limit within five minutes of picking the load up, and have a guess what? Over she goes. 20-tonne franner spread across the road, the massive gantry it was carrying. Thankfully, thankfully, the gantry smashed into a massive tree and stopped it from going across the road into traffic and all the rest of it. Um the cabin's fallen on this massive big pot plant, which has crushed the cabin. Fortunately, it was about a metre or metre off where the driver was sitting. Um, and uh, lo and behold, he was able to climb out of the door. But what an absolute mess. It had just come out of the paint shop last Thursday. So it was looking very secondhand after a couple of days of paint. So now he um, knows how to roll a crane. That's a bit we of know. work experience. Well, well, and being the office boy, I don't know, but uh, he didn't have a job that afternoon, right? And uh, and and Joey, um, I reckon you cop your right whack. You never been any good. Well, that was a welcome back to the concrete gang for Colin. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I've got some and other it's, it's a, Can I just say, it's amazing when something like that happens, all the little skeletons come out of the closet. Oh, Dave, give up, Dave, give up, g- give up time. Dave, you've been taking the casual loading off the blokes when they go on to double time and you've been doing all these other little sins. You're going to come in next week and you're going to bring your checkbook and you're going to have to fix it all up. And you know that, so have a lovely weekend. He doesn't work with Premier, does he? Yeah, well, he's right up there. He's right up there. Righto. Now, uh, Road and Transport and Vision for their desert, continuing disasters about the precast issue, but Valio got mentioned on the way through. Yeah, Valio, yes, yes. Bottom of the barrel, Valio. And we'd like to thank all the boys on the job in uh, Thornbury, What's the main road goes through Thornbury? High Street. High Street for taking action. It was a disgrace, that job. So thanks, boys, for sitting in the sheds for a day and a half and supporting us. It was really good. And uh, keep up the good work out there, fellas, because we can't have mobs like Valio cutting price, you know, conditions, wages, safety, and everything else. So yeah. good on you, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Nigel Hatchkiss never looks at them and their breaches of the code. Yeah. Anyway, who else have we got? Uh, who, who well, I've got, well, got another crane one, yeah, if you don't mind. Go, go, go. Uh, yeah. Over in uh, P&D Riggin, put a crane over, rang the boss. He denied it. I said to him, what do the pictures tell me? He goes, oh, have you got pictures? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, well, yeah, I guess it is my crane then. <laughs> well done, Dark. Yeah, well done. And the Sookie Lala, well, String Boom well, was nearly in there, but no, nah, we can't throw him. But we, we've got Vincenzo. Vince, what's the name of the company he's with now, uh, Warren? Uh, Corno Nero. Corno Nero. Vincenzo nominated himself. So good on you, Vincenzo. You're, you're up there for the Suki Lala. And a special cheerio to our other mate from Bill Corp, Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Ashley, answer your phone, Ashley, for God's sake. Ashley, mm. mate, I'm nominating you for Suki Lala because you told Vince in front of me that you've got to watch out because they'll name you on the concrete gang. Well, consider it done. 
I think you just sucked up, Ash. I think you're a nominate for Suki Lala. So who we got? Who are we going with? For the um, Scallywag? Scallywag. I reckon Crane Tech t- takes the cake. Well, better than Bovis? Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, oh. Nah, it's definitely Len Lease. Hands Len- down, Len Lease. Len Lease. Len And the Suki Lala? I want to I reckon we'll give it to Ashley. Ash. Yeah, Ashley. Because he's trying to lag in Vincenzo. He listens to when he's been nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashley. So, Ash. Hope you're enjoying your cup of tea and your bit of toast this morning because you're Suki Lala again. And not too much butter, mate. Look after your veins. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go out in the same old way. We're going to go out in the same old way. Dare, Dare to struggle. struggle. Dare, Dare to win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang and buzz it wherever you are. We'll find you. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.